Welcome to Women of the Hour. Today we have a bonus episode for you, continuing on this week's theme of entrapment. Here at Women of the Hour, we tend to really focus on people who identify as female. But it's equally important to get into the hearts and minds of men, maybe now more than ever. So today, we're going to be sharing a really, really special piece called I Love You. For a lot of people, saying I love you comes easily. For example, I've been known to say it when getting off the phone with customer service. But for some people, particularly men, it's a crazy challenge. Think about the way they've been conditioned to be strong, to be tough, to push their emotions to the side. For incarcerated men, trying to say I love you to another man, well, that's a horse of a different color. I'm playing an acoustic bass guitar at San Quentin State Prison. And I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you? I love you. I did not grow up hearing the words, I love you. I don't remember. I don't remember my mother saying it. But she was affectionate. She always wanted to kiss you and hug you, and I used to hate that. I've accepted it. It wasn't even though it wasn't shared in my family that often. The word love and, and, and the feeling of love and being loved, shown love. I heard the words, but I didn't actually understand what love meant. It really didn't matter for me. No, we never said that in our family. Like you said, in our household, we never even said that to each other. But you knew the love was there. My name is Legend Brooks. My name is Louis A. Scott. My name is Lionel Scott. My name is Antoine Williams. And I've been incarcerated 10 years and I've been in San Quentin for five. In the household I grew up in, love was always, the term love was always attached. I love you so much, I hit you. Or because I love you, you make me crazy. I do this because I love you. So I grew up cold. I grew up very cold, uh, very unaffectionate, very uh, distant. And now I have a son. That was one of the strong points that my mother and father had to offer us because they were come from a really poor family. And I think by them always assuring us that we were loved was a unique thing. No, not in my household. Not in my household. I heard a lot of violence, a lot of arguing, a lot of fights, you know. I, mean, I grew up in a project, so my community, it just different kind of infections you was getting. It was a hate infection, but they loved you, but they hated you. It was all kind of like different love affections I was receiving. A man, the first time, uh, it, it, it was my brother. Yeah, I do remember. My brother told me he loved me, you know, so don't worry about them, you know, as long as we got each other. Like, all my life, I grew up acting, acting hard. And everybody around me was acting hard. And we act like we didn't care about anything. And we act like we didn't have feelings. And we act like we had to fight because everybody was watching. And we both know, and deep down inside, we really don't want to fight. But we feel that these are the roles we got to play. No, we never said that in our family. Like you said, in our household, we never even said that to each other. But you knew the love was there. But far as the words, never heard the words. My name is Clarence Long. Everybody calls me Clay. I've been in prison 32 years on this number. 
My first time coming to prison was in 1977, but I got out in 82 and came back in 85. I didn't start hearing the words until 86 when I came to Folsom Prison. And uh, so many people was getting murdered. I started calling home and saying, I love you. And then they started saying it back. And it was a different feeling. It was a feeling of something that was needed. Because I had never, we never even said those words to each other, but it felt good to hear it. When I grew up, I do not recall my parents telling me they love me. As a matter of fact, culturally, um, we don't say I love you. So I've never actually heard my parents or my grandmother, grandfather, uncles, aunts ever tell me I love you. My name is Adnan Khan. My friends who were American, their parents say it when they drop them off at school, when they pick them up, when I go to their house. Um, so that right there was foreign to me. And I even laugh, I remember laughing at it, like, ah, oh, your parents told you they love you, ha, ha, ha. I've no, never told anyone I've loved them. Um, no girl, no woman. Um, I wrote it recently, I wrote it in my letters, just real quickly, I love you, I miss you. And that's the first time I actually wrote, wrote that, but I have never actually said it. And I was writing it to my sisters, and I was actually afraid of them making fun of me. When, um, you know, what do you mean you love me, ha, ha, ha. Like, and I was afraid of that because we've never said that before. But I was in an emotional state. And, um, and I just had to say it, I felt like. In prison, I tell my close friends I love them every night, you know. My name is Sha Wallace Stepter. And a friend of mine, you know, he really explained it to me, like, listen, man, this isn't nothing gay. This isn't anything to make you seem like a punk or soft. This is just, like, because I really got love for you. You know, we sitting out here on these yards, and I'm willing to risk my life for you. You know, I'm willing to go to the hole. I'm willing to defend you. I'm willing to protect you. And from that, that comes from a place of love. You know what I mean? And once he explained that to me, you know, I've gotten over all my hangups to saying, you know, love to another man. I love you. The voices you just heard were men serving time at San Quentin State Prison. That piece was produced by Leela Day. I love you.